Hello, and welcome to today's episode of Pearls and Politics Podcast, where we are polished and poised for greatness and impact. Thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Kahala, and I'm your host. And let me start by saying Merry Christmas to all of our political pearls and gents all around the world. This is our last episode before the Christmas holiday. And so we want to say that we hope that you all have a safe and very Merry Christmas. Today, we are starting our journey of black business and black woman-owned business today. And we have a guest that is returning and we're so excited and we have someone special that's joining her. We have Jocelyn Sandifer of Sandifer and Associates. Welcome back. Thank you so much. Hello, everyone. I'm so glad to be here. Oh, and you look fabulous in your red diva. Oh, thank you. Okay. <laughs> and with her, we have Marche Bell. Hello, everybody. Thank of you Sandra for having Burn me. Associates and Bell knows best. Yes. And we love it. And so we are so happy to have y'all with us today to talk about black business, black law firm business. And then just some other relevant topics that are going on in the world today. So, again, we're so happy to have you. So let's start. So we've done our introductions. And sure. so the world already knows how we know each other. Mm -hmm. Marcia, how do we know each other? Well, you are my soror. Yes, ma'am. And so we <laughs> actually met at a chapter meeting. And then you were the circuit clerk when I was a public County, so we've had a lot of time to get to know each other on a personal level, sorority level, and a business level. That's right. And so, give your chapter a shout out since we've already made it clear that she's an Alpha Kappa Alpha woman. Give your chapter a shout out, ma'am. Uh, Delta Delta Omega, where I am the incoming verse, uh, first vice president. Yes, you are. Yes. yes, and we love it. And I've already called you a diva. Are you a member of a Greek letter organization? I am a legacy of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, and I am a member of the East St. Louis Alumni Chapter, East Slack, where I am serving as chaplain for the next two years. Oh, okay, chaplain. Yes. So we got officers in the house. That's I'm yes. loving it. Mm -hmm. I love it. Pre in season and out. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Well, we are so happy to have you back with us today and to have you with us today because we just have so much that we want to talk about. So, you know, we have very strong relationships, all three of us, and we are all members of the Sisters in the Law. Our, our clique, ain't nobody messing with our clique, That's okay? Right. Nobody. Absolutely. Nobody. 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 So we have amazing women in the law, black women in the law, um, from the bench to council table. That's right. Mm -hmm. And so we just love all things black girl magic, black girl magic lawyer, yes. black lawyers matter. We we love all of That's it. Right. Yes. That's we right. We love all of it. And so today we're going to talk about black business and mm -hmm. what better place to start than with the black woman law firm. Yes. All right. So it didn't start there. It started in the trenches. Right. It started in private practice. It started, you know, in, in government, mm -hmm. right? In, mm -hmm. in public servant, yeah. you know, type of lawyering. And then for you as well. But then you said, what? What did you say one day? And you was like, oh, 
It needs to be a law firm. Yeah, you know what? I don't know that I said one day it needs to be a law firm as much as maybe it was a self-fulfilling prophecy or people were like, hey, you need to have a law firm. But Absolutely. There was definitely a, a time or a space where it was like, we can do this. And mm -hmm. obviously I started Sandifer and Associates with a partner. And at the time, we both just kind of thought we, we could do this. And we were working for another firm and... The reality is I was trying to make that other firm what I wanted my own firm to be. I didn't recognize that, mm -hmm. but I kept I had all these ideas and I'm like we can do this or that and it was those were really the seeds of my own firm. Little did I know. And we said we could do it. We felt like our clients could get very good and competent representation and like why not just start? And in 2017, that's what we did. We hung the proverbial shingle, dropped a Facebook like post. Yesterday. And, and blew up the whole, and baby, blew listen, up the internet. You hear me? The send, internet. Sent folks to their phones, to their, you know, to their people, and were like, hold up, what, the, what are these black girls doing? So, yeah, we started there, and uh, I feel the same way I felt then. They needed, our, our people need good representation. We can provide good representation, and that's what we're doing. That is awesome. It, it seems like yesterday, I can't believe it was 2017. Yes. So it's been five years. We hit the benchmark, five years. We've made it, essentially, you know, that's a mark for all small businesses uh, to get to because most startups fail within the first five years. And so we crossed over that Jordan uh, in August <laughs> of this year. Congratulations. I'm so proud of you, you. And, and everything that you've done and everything that you're going to do. It's amazing when you talk about benchmarks because it's a much shorter benchmark for podcasting. So okay. there are, like they said, a couple million podcasts that oh, are wow. like on the books, but there are only about 400,000 that actually are like, consistently active right and it's the the seven episode mark is, okay. is the milestone okay. mark All and right. so well, we, we are we like way past 20 episodes <laughs> at this point i'll never forget i think i released episode 20 and i did the soup the snoop dog gift where he dances uh, and i'm like the the dance you do when you've released 20 episodes coming this friday so i feel you on that that is a weight yeah. Even mm -hmm. if it's just psychological mm -hmm. or like an emotional weight that's lifted because you're like, okay, I made it over the hump, the seven year itch yeah. or whatever it is. So that is amazing. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. And so you've been with Sandra for Associates for how long now? Going on three years. Yeah. Yes. Going on three years. Going on three years. So tell us. No, about going on four years. Going on four, four years. years. Oh, I think well, yeah, because we're in twenty twenty two. Yeah, yeah, so we're, we're going, going to twenty twenty three. Yeah, yeah, man. Wow. Well, tell us about Marche because you have so much. You are so um, you have so much going on, and you are so full of life and energy and and magic and honey. You are just <laughs> all things you. So we want to hear all about you. Okay, what about me? Okay, so I am one of four siblings. I'm the best one, the favorite one, the golden child. You know what they say, the firstborn daughter, granddaughter, niece. You know, we just wear our crowns just a little bit differently. Um, what can I say? Um, very active in AKA, probably too active. 
but <laughs> but I have a great time doing it, and I really, really, really have come to a place in my life where it's balanced back out. Um, and I think that was a big focus for me once I turned 30. I am 33, um, but when I turned 30, I wanted to get myself back in a space where I was doing everything that I wanted to do, but when I wanted to do it on my terms. And when Jocelyn did call me to offer me the job, when we were actually talking and doing my interview, I guess it was the interview, we was eating sushi. Black girl magic stuff. I love it. I love it. And I was just like, I just want to be able to have some type of freedom over my career and an ability to be in a place where I could learn and I can just grow into being me, not only as an attorney, but me also as a woman. And we've definitely fostered that type of relationship Mm -hmm. throughout the firm. And that's allowed me to learn how to set boundaries and, you know, do things I don't think that necessarily my peers in my age bracket are able to do within mm-hmm. their careers because that type of flexibility and boundaries there allow me to set those same tones in other areas of my life. Um, I do do belt knows best where I do drop legal tips ever so often. Mm-hmm. And I like to let the people know what exactly we we're doing you there. The pros and politics <laughs> and because, you know, sometimes we don't want to pat our own selves on the back. Um, and even though we're very humble, we work hard. Um, and sometimes you do that and you forget. So you have to tell the world that because in this type of business, it is very much still word of mouth. Word of mouth. And so we want to make sure, especially me being 33 and, you know, she's made her mark and I'm still making mine. They know who Giles and Sandifer is. I want that yes, same impact yes, to be do. for Marche Belt. Um, and it's just, I've been having a great time. I have you all, you know, the rest of the sisters-in-law to lean on. But I think for 33, I am doing it. I am well-rounded more well-rounded than I thought I would be. You know, when you're in your 20s, you think 25, you're supposed to know everything, have everything. And I had fun at 25. But at 33, when I get up in the morning, I'm just beyond grateful um, that I'm in in the space and places I am in my life. You are doing an amazing job. Let me say that I, we are all very connected, all of us. Yes. And so we follow each other, we mm-hmm. cheer each other on, we, we bless each other with, with wisdom and all types of things. And I have watched you from the, the chapter meeting that I met you, mm-hmm. from your time as a public defender, even in my husband's courtroom. And I've watched you grow mm-hmm. under her leadership and within her law firm. And to just watch you blossom has just been such a blessing because I'm like, okay, she's like been trying out here trying to be ground ground. Okay, we ground ground. Hey, Marche is a beast. I mean, I'm just You are, um, honey. I mean, obviously I'm proud of the woman that she's become, but I'm I'm really proud of the lawyer, the attorney, the counselor that she's become. And she does things her own way. And I you know, that is a You do? You, you know, our clients, they, they get, I don't oh, know, they like it, love it. You know, Marche, now that I'm getting older, she always says, like, Josh, you're too nice to these clients. You know, <laughs> I need to tell them in a way they can understand and they can comprehend. I come in like they sister, you come in like they mama. But, I mean, I'm just, I, I'm so proud of the way that she looks at information, the way she dissects it and disseminates it and then gives it back to our clients and how hard she works really for the dispositions dispositions that she gets mm-hmm. and so you know it's not just because she works for Sandra for an associates you know people attorneys and prosecutors and judges see her as a formidable 
um, a, a, turn, a pony Absolutely. in her own individual right. And that just makes me so happy. You know, I'm always, I, they claim I'm trying to push them out the door, but I know that they have their own desires and dreams yes. and hopes and aspirations. And as much as I would love for them to stay with me forever, I know that they may, they're, they're going to go on and do greater things because I see that potential in them. And I'm just excited to be able to say like, oh yeah, she wants to work for me, whatever she decides <laughs> to do, you know, in the future, because she is just, she's definitely an awesome advocate and attorney. And it's, it's great to see. And you're very well-rounded. So that's something else. Um, mm -hmm. We, you know, we love to encourage each other yes. because there's so much going on in the world that tears us down mm -hmm. and we always want to lift each other up. And also, like you mentioned that you are very active mm -hmm. in Alpha Kappa Alpha. And I watch that, like you be on the move, like you out here working, yes. you putting in that work. So nobody can say that you don't love AKA. Nobody can say that you're not putting in the work. Nobody can say that you don't deserve the way that deserve where you are yes. because of the work that you put in. That's so right. when you get to those levels of office, it's usually somebody that you can look at and be like, who they give their time yeah. to Alpha yes. Kappa Alpha. And so I appreciate that as your soror to be able to look and say, "Whoa, I wish I had that kind of time or, or that kind of, <laughs> you know, because Energy. you know, with the little and enjoy that because yes. when you get married and you got three small children they need you. Your husband needs your attention. Mm -hmm. Your kids need your attention. So it's going to get divided. So while you can give everything you got to these clients, give it. While you can give everything yes. you can to your sorority, give it. Because there will come a time that you're going to have to, you know, I think, what was it? One of our most recent past regional directors was like, oh, don't let Alpha Kappa Alpha cause you your marriage now. Oh, no. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's mm -hmm. all about perspective, you know, and you don't want your kids to be like, oh, well, my one around, but she she was she was the biggest right. AKA there was in, in the region. You know, <laughs> yes. it's all about balance. Right. And I think that you're doing that well. And I love how um, unapologetic you are. Oh, always. It did not... Um, it took me a long time to get to that space. Mm -hmm. So I just turned 45 on December 18th. And it took a while for me to get there. And it took a lot of life challenges, mm -hmm. circumstances, situations, people coming against me, and then God delivering me in every circumstance yes. to get to that place. I can't imagine. <laughs> I don't know if somebody could stand. If I had come into that place of confidence and confidence at 33 man I, that's why she busted and doors I, said, I'm good. I, just, I can't even and speak. this is still the tamer version yeah. I, I have uh, recently reread some of the things I journaled and I was like whoo I don't know what was going on in 2019 but I felt like the she-hulk in every room I stepped in <laughs> Well, and that's one of my favorite newer uh, posts on social media. You better walk in that room like God sent you. Yes. Right. Absolutely. And that every rip now, I'm walking into the room like God sent me because ultimately he did. He did. Whatever yeah. room I'm going in, he sent me there. And yes. so I'm going to walk in there like he sent me, mm -hmm. like the She-Hulk. Yes. <laughs> and then that's going to be our new thing, the She-Hulk, you right. know. And that's just going to be what it is. So I love the space that you're in. And I have no doubt that we will always remain humble. 
that we will always love the Lord and, you know, do the things that we need to do and focus on family and other things when we need to. Mm-hmm. But you got to flip that switch sometime. Like yes. when you go into that courtroom, okay, husband, I love you, kids, y'all at school. Um, it's Hulk time. It's time to Hulk that's smash right. up in here. <laughs> and so that's what we going to do. And then your dispositions. Again, both of you and Cherie uh, work so hard. Mm-hmm. And I watch it because all lawyers are just like anything else. All lawyers are not created equal. Mm-hmm. I, I, I said what I said. Okay. Well, I've been doing this almost 20 years now. So I, I can say what I say. Mm-hmm. Um, but I see the way you all care. And I know that's part of your, your motto and your mantra, like lawyers that care. That's right. Yes. And I see the way that you care. And it literally manifests itself in the dispositions that you get and the way that the community loves you. Like, it's not just your clients. Like, the community loves you. You added Sheree last or this year. That's right. And broke the internet again. Like, I'm (laughs) It broke the internet again. The community likes, loves, shares, Mm -hmm. like, word of mouth. And... We already, I know my husband be like, oh, she love her something. Your name and your firm <laughs> stay in my mouth. Folks be like, oh, something. Oh, stand in front of Associates. Right. Thank oh, you, Lord. You, okay. Oh, <laughs> oh, and if they don't do it, they'll, I, they'll let, because now it's hard. Like for so many years, the Supreme Court under rule prohibited circuit clerks from right. referring. So that was hard for 10 years because folks would call me and I'd be like, and I put in the right, I'm so sorry. When they come in my messenger, that's why I stopped doing messenger because my right. messenger used to be lit. I bet. Oh, I can only imagine. Yes. And for the purposes of a trail, I would. I am so sorry, pursuant to Supreme Court rule, I can't refer. Well, now I can do that and I just celebrated one year of my new job. Yes. And it, it's been a great year, but now I can refer. So when I remember that I can refer, oh, San, oh, you, San, oh, right, San thank you. Associates, and I'm like, oh, call, and then tell them, call, you know, just so, you know, you can get through. You know, that's, that's right. <laughs> just so, just, oh, call, just, so, and now, listen, that makes a difference. You might call, like, oh, that's not something we handle. They say, call or refer them. Okay, well, I'll go ahead and talk yeah, to Yeah, you. yeah, yeah, we're going to talk to her, and if she needs to send you somewhere, she's going to send you somewhere that's good, it. and if she handles it. They will handle it, and it's going to be handled. That's right. Yes. It's going to be handled. It's going to be handled. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, so you talked about why a law firm, right? Mm-hmm. And so give us a little bit more about what you felt the need was. So when we started, our where we felt the need was and really is um, educating our clients. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what sets us apart because when we talk to our clients, most people have never been through a process like the criminal justice system uh, throws at you. It, when, it, when it comes to the criminal aspect, now personal injury as well, but most people just have never engaged with the law. And if they have, they were third parties or they did so at arm's length. And so what we really felt like was if we could provide good education. When you come to our firm, we're not going to just take your case. We're literally going to educate you about the legal process, whether we're doing a criminal case, we're doing a family case in some instances, or we're doing <laughs> personal injury. You get on me about that. Listen, we are going to educate you about the law because if you're educated, you can then make better choices. Mm-hmm. And that's what we saw in the, our, our, our community, they didn't know if they were getting good dispositions or not. 
People say, oh, yeah, I went back to this firm or that firm because they got me probation. But it was a conviction. It was your first time, and there was a way mm-hmm. that you could have avoided that. Okay. Or you only did a few years. But it's the education piece, right? Because if you know the things that you're supposed to get or what opportunities and advantages are out there for you, then you can make a sober choice. And I tell clients when they call, and sometimes there are potential clients, they're on the fence, and it's like, I don't know. I'm like, go, go check. Yes. Mm-hmm. Go check. Mm-hmm. Ask around. Go talk to another attorney. And I'll wait to hear back from you in a couple of weeks mm-hmm. or the next day, matter of fact. But the education piece actually is the difference because mm-hmm. when you're educated, you make great choices. And sometimes that choice may not mean that we end up being your the person that represents you. And that's actually fine because our desire is for each individual to get a good result, whether it's with us. And we firmly believe it would be with us. But if you don't, if based on what you now know, you say, I want to enter into a different type of attorney-client relationship, I want a different type of dynamic, then that is understandable. But at least you have the knowledge base to make that choice. Mm-hmm. And you should be confident that you're making the right choice, not just because of the finances, not just because your mama hired this man, you know, 10 years ago and Uh she helped my brother. No, because Mm -hmm. you have the knowledge to make the best choice. So that was the thing that we were looking to do, educate. And we felt like through education that we would ultimately get and sustain having a firm and have clients and recurring clients. And that's exactly what happened. That is exact. That is exactly what happened. I love your brand, so it is very distinct, and your your logo. So how? Where did that come from? So we are helping people build business mm-hmm. because that's what we want. We want all people to build business, but we also know we're just going to be honest that black business has not always received the funding, the education, mm-hmm. and um, the the marketing. Of yeah. other businesses. And so that's part of what we're doing here at Pros and Politics Podcast is promoting business. Yeah. And you need certain things. You need an LLC or some type of, you know, established, you know, partnership or something mm-hmm. like that. You you need logos and branding. You you need marketing. So your logo is very distinct. Yes. And it is the stat. You know, folks know, oh, that's oh, that's Mm -hmm. Santa Fern Associates. That's Mm -hmm. right. So where did that come from? Was it something that you saw in your head? Was it something that a very special someone (laughs) was like who is very special to us as well? Right. Where did your um, where did your brand come from? So our brand is really a manifestation of words spoken to the imagination, right? So I talked to my brother, Joseph Alexander Anthony IV, who owns J-Light Publication, and I really just talked to him about what I wanted, what we wanted at the time. And he said, okay, well, we have some, I have some ideas. And, you know, what we, we wanted to look established because we were, and we wanted to be taken seriously because we were serious. And, <laughs> um, you know, so like I said, it was just that word spoken to imagination. He had a number of different options at the time. And we went through them. And we, we just really finally landed upon one that we felt like was really distinct. 
um, from those options. Now, the we work hard and the lawyers that care, I actually, I don't I would say that it was a joint collaboration because yes. it's just what we do. It's like legitimately uh-huh. the thing. We say it daily. That we say it daily. So organic. Yes. And we yes. just yes. started, we was just like, okay, that's a hashtag because it's actually what we do. Yes. Uh, we work hard and we care. And so that wasn't initially a part of our branding, but it's definitely become a part of our hashtag and branding. And I can't remember where it came from, but it's just like literally what we do. We were just talking in the office. That's yeah. it. Just talking in the office. And probably, you know, we have these many discussions about, you know, how difficult it is for us to get sometimes the same dispositions that other people get and how to, how we have to work and maneuver and I don't know. We work hard. We do. <laughs> we, we really do. Yes, and, they just do. Began, and, you know, we care. And so those began, those things weren't initial. I, I definitely know that it was mm-hmm. after working with Marche that that became a part of our, now our branding tagline. It's definitely a part because what I started with that. Mm-hmm. Like, before you ever spoke a word of it, that is literally who you are, the lawyers yeah. who care. And whether it's somebody who follows you closely, because I stand for Sandifer and Associates, or if it's somebody who has just been a client or had mm-hmm. a family member, I think the way that you all have branded yourselves and the way that you market yourselves has been very um, instrumental in your success. Mm-hmm. And that is what people think. They think, oh, that's where Marche is. That's where Cherie is. That's Jocelyn's firm. That's that uh that that Jocelyn lady um mm-hmm. yeah that that's her and she helped my cousin and they're the lawyers who care so I want you to know if you didn't know because sometimes <laughs> you're so close to it you can't see it for yourself but literally that might as well had been right there with the blue letters and the white background yeah. because that is how you were known well, to the community well, amen. as yes. the lawyers yeah. who care and anybody with some eyes and some sense can see that you all work very hard. Yes. Mm-hmm. So what what's next? Like what do you think is next? What <laughs> I mean you 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 do a lot in the community, right? Because we partnered together for the uh, annual, it's going to be annual. Mm-hmm. That's not going to change. The annual voter registration drive and you just do a lot. Yeah. What's next? What should we be looking for? Um, I know you just added Cherie, you know, less than a year's time. What what, what are we doing next? Well, we're doing so many things. I, one big thing is we're moving to a new location in Fairview Heights. Yes. Way we segwayed right into that. Yes, so we're, we're moving into a new location. And I um, I, I think that it'll be, it'll be really good for us. A lot of people that we have as clients take that role. That we'll be um, off Lincoln Trail to take that off. And so we're going to do that. Um, And this upcoming 2023, we really want to put emphasis on our personal injury aspect of our firm. We Mm -hmm. do handle criminal work and it is a, it's a tire, it's, I don't want to say tireless um, area of work, but it is definitely one that commands and demands a lot of your time. But as lawyers that care for the community, you know, we do want to also segue into promoting the other things that we do and we work really hard in personal injury work as well so I know next year we're going to be really focused on that as well making sure we up our branding and our um our advertisements in reference to our personal injury aspect and who knows maybe adding another attorney or adding more staff 
because I see us as a, a powerhouse in the community. I, we have great lawyers that work really hard. And I just think everybody should experience, you know, having one of us yes. uh, work <laughs> with them at some period of time. And imagine the trifecta, that's what they call themselves, if the trifecta yeah. actually had a case so big that they had, the trifecta had to come together. Had to show up. Ooh, wee. Oh. That would be scary. That Maybe. wouldn't be she hope That would be like Voltron. Like, <laughs> everybody don't know about that Voltron. No, they don't. That would they be don't. like Voltron. So, yeah, that's how we work through our cases, though. Yeah, we work very much in tandem. I mean, I tell clients that all the time. I'll touch a case, Jaws will touch a case, now Sharia will touch a case. In the past, though, when it was just me and Jaws, we would go to court, and if we were in the courthouse at the same time, they really thought we was coming up there for some particular reason <laughs> oh, together. Yeah. And they'd be like, oh, you, did you know Jaws was here? And I'm like, because she has her own docket, and I have my docket. We're not coming up here to do any powerhousing together. Ten, we are ten, it, coming up okay, the like, what? Today. Yeah, today. We'll be back, but that's not the purpose of today. <laughs> But it's a, we very closely in tandem. I, if a client calls and they've exclusively exclusively been working with Jocelyn or myself, one of us are able to pick up the phone, answer the same questions. We communicate very effectively. We try our best. I know that we give out our work number probably more than we should um, to our clients. So they reach us on the weekends and, you know, sometimes after five. But that goes into being lawyers who care. Because sometimes, even though... We know there's nothing we can do at 9 o'clock at night. You know, you might need that comfort of saying, hey, I got to reach out to my attorney, and this situation happened today, and I'm able to at least put them at ease until we can, you know, talk once business hours open, once the courthouse is open and things of that nature. Um, but it's, a, it's definitely a place. I know when COVID shut down, we transitioned really easily mm -hmm. um, during the pandemic because most of our stuff we did virtual anyway. Yeah. So our secure portals, our texting was up, our email game is probably a little too strong. Uh, we do have <laughs> to separate ourselves from our work phones. Um, and then we brought the Zoom discovery reviews. I do know that we were one of the first firms to start doing that. And that gave clients an opportunity to you know, go through the evidence of their case, put their mind at ease, you know, since they can't come to the courthouse anymore since they can't come into the office and touch their files we can at least share it on the screen and that helped us facilitate a lot of dispositions that may have otherwise taken a year or so because right. of the pandemic because we started that platform so early on in COVID it was like hey we can do a zoom meeting we can do zoom consultations yeah. so now I tell people all the time it's like a hybrid firm yeah we mm -hmm. have um select things that we still do in the office but for the majority I tell them Sandra for an associates we can work and pull up our laptops and run the firm in Bermuda if you wanted to yeah. um, just because that's the type of firm we have now and I love that the ability to pivot mm -hmm. yeah. because that kind of goes into, you know, my next question that I was going to ask um, as we close just this part about us talking about business, the ability to be able to pivot because that's what we, we love to use that word mm -hmm. here because life comes at you so fast. That's right. And whether it's a pandemic or maternity leave or Ooh. whatever, <laughs> or, or you want to go to Bermuda or Dubai, you know, whatever it is, you have to be able to take life's challenges yes, and be able to navigate through them. And if you cannot do that, your business will not survive. So 
That's why we see so many businesses that didn't make it through the pandemic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, not always because of their own fault, but sometimes it was, you know, you had to be able to make that shift That's right. in a industry or in a particular company or business that you could do that. And for you all to say, look, we, we saw it, like we were actually doing it early. Yes. And this provides, you know, better service to our client, mm-hmm. showing that we care that much more. It makes it that much easier. Mm-hmm. Because what I learned in 10 years as the clerk is so many people don't understand Mm -hmm. even the simplest parts of it. And that's not an insult or that's not saying anything like I don't understand how to construct a bridge. Like I don't understand how to fight fires. Like I I don't understand how to do breast cancer surgery. Like I don't understand those things. But to have somebody that can say, okay, I'm gonna bring you along and I'm gonna take you on my side and we're going to navigate this together and I'm gonna educate you. And in the process of doing all that, when the trials of life come or something happens, we are able to come together, the trifecta Mm -hmm. can come together and say, okay, we gotta gotta evolve, we have to shift. And then you're still a thriving business to continue to meet the needs of the community. And to bring the community with us, right? Because Zoom wasn't an easy transition for everyone, right? So, I mean, we had some... I was still the clerk in 20. We were doing tutorials. tutorials, Please download the app. This is how you do it. You have to walk them through it. But our biggest thing since, since the inception of the firm, even though I wasn't there, but I know Jocelyn's heart, was to make sure that we're on the same page. So in our communications with potential clients, the first thing we say is this is a two-way street. The attorney-client relationship, it is action-packed, but we're going to do it together. It is. It's It's going to be some curves, and you're going to be uncomfortable, and you're not going to understand why I'm calm. But I'm calm because this is what I do for a living. And I expect you to get upset. I expect you to be confused. But trust me and allow me to guide you through it. And you have to know. You can pick up the phone, and you can call, and we're going to answer any questions. But you have to be an active participant yes. because there's going to be some things that I can do as your attorney but it's going to be some things I cannot do without you. And so once you let them know from the beginning, hey, you have to participate. If it's ever a level of confusion, hey, let's look back. Let's see what you're, how engaged you have been since day one. Let's go back and look at the messages. Let's go back and look at the call logs just so we can see maybe where the miscommunication came. But then let's grab you from where you at because I don't have a problem repeating myself. So let's go back at the moment I lost you and let me bring you up to today. And I think that that's the biggest, biggest thing about the ability to pivot in a pandemic when you cannot face to face with people in a time in their lives where they are really struggling. You know, they have most of them have not been through the process. So now I'm giving you all this new information and I can't talk to you in the way that I want to talk to you. And phone calls, that probably would have just been boring. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been just boring. Uh-huh. So, so read, yeah. discovery. Ooh, read. Yes. You can't show pictures. I'm trying to describe no. it. To yes, you. no. And so you can't keep somebody's focus. No. Way. You so, wouldn't have mine. I would have put you on speakerphone. I'd be walking all over the house. Uh-huh. Yes, we are both walkers. <laughs> <laughs> so let's take this I'll 10 minutes to office. do the Zoom tutorial to get you yes. on the screen. Yes. Yeah. And I remember the um Illinois Supreme Court, the Commission on for uh, on Access to Justice gave the actual like color eight and a half by 11 front for zoom for a computer back yeah zoom for your cell phone yes. when i tell you that was a an extremely trying time 
Oh, absolutely. For the circuit clerk's <laughs> office, yes. uh, Zoom and the pandemic and, and all of that, it was very challenging. Now, obviously, we navigated through it. Oh, yes. But it was a process, and it was a long one, and it mm-hmm. was a hard one. And now it's all heck. Yeah, and it was unpredictable. I think that was the other thing. You're balancing. So we're not just attorneys. I mean, obviously, people have always heard attorneys and counselors at law. But we have you on the council, <laughs> you know, and maybe it, it's not always <laughs> intentional, but... That is an aspect that people need. They do need counseling. They need to know, you know what, these things are going to be okay. We are going to work through them. Mm-hmm. Like Marche said, you might not understand why I'm calm, but it's my job to process this information and then give it to you in a way that's going to keep you relaxed and focused and in a space where you can make decisions. And unlike other firms, we're not going to just hand you a disposition. And that is a difference. You know, sometimes our clients aren't used to having to work for an outcome. Mm-hmm. And I tell people, my has heard it a million times, if you want something extraordinary, you have to do something extraordinary. extraordinary. Yes, and so when my client, when our clients come in and they say, you know, I'm, I'm charged with this thing, I'm accused of this thing, and I want a disposition that's kind of like outside of the realm of maybe what they're entitled it doesn't mean we can't get it, but there is there's a lot of work to be done that can't just happen with with the three of us, right? Mm-hmm. That you're going to have to be involved responsible for and it. responsible. Yeah, exactly. We don't know about your mental health conditions. We don't know about your physical limitations. We don't know about the things that happened to you as a child. We don't know all of the mitigating circumstances that exist in your life that may potentially have an impact according mm-hmm. to the statute. We don't know your to aggravating circumstances either. Mm-hmm. We don't. Folks love to leave that out. They want to leave that out. Until you get slapped in the face with it and court be like, what you, you tell me? me? <laughs> so we make our clients, and that, you know, sometimes some clients don't like that, but we do make our clients participate. Yes. And we and I we tell them the better, the more you participate, the better our advocacy can be. Because when I know you, I can talk from a space that no one else can. Yes. And that's that's really the key. We can talk with passion and fervor and really communicate effectively the person that you are as an individually because our our relationship has developed in such a way that we can effectively communicate that information through. You can effectively advocate. That's yes. That's right. Yeah. Advocacy. Now, we all know that, oh, hold on. <laughs> oh yeah, get it again. Yes. Advocacy. So we can we've talked about the business and you all have hit it solely on the head with counseling, mm-hmm. counselor, heavy on the counselor. You both, like myself, are advocates. Yes even outside of the legal field, mm-hmm. advocates for women, for children, for the African-American community. We are now past the election and it's back to business as usual. Why can it no longer be back to business as usual? You can start. You want me to start? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, I almost want to say it's obvious, but I, I don't want to undermine some of the you know social and psychological circumstances that keep people from understanding how important it is to be an active participant in their own lives and in their own communities, mm-hmm. um, but also to understand that 
really the way I feel like the country is, and I'll even start with just our community and surrounding areas. Uh, you know, there are these forces that don't want to have level playing fields. And you take for granted the ideological balance of justice by not participating. And when you have such a heavy of offensive that's, that's making its way to not only try to retain power, but keep inequities in mm -hmm. place, then you really are doing yourself a disservice. And one reason why you can't say it's no longer business as usual is because guess what? It's not. The, people are actively working to disenfranchise us, to keep us from being able to take advantage of opportunities that new laws have come to try to give us. We were having conversations about gerrymandering earlier, and these things happen on small scales. And gerrymandering is just a you know political science term that means that redistricting is happening to favorably keep in power people who are likely already in power. And it is illegal when it disproportionately gives weight to one vote while simultaneously taking away the weight of another. And those things are happening right underneath our noses because mm -hmm. we have not always been active participants. So, no, there's no way to go back or to have business as usual because... There is no business as usual. There are people that are actively working to keep an advantage they already have or get an advantage that they feel like that belongs to them. And so if you go back to the same sedentary mindset, you will look up and because you've done nothing, you won't have what you always had, you'll have less. Yeah. You'll have less. So, no. Get up. And I tell people all the time, particularly in this last... Um, election cycle, we had so much to gain. Mm -hmm. However, the flip side to that is if you have much to gain, you have much to lose. That's mm -hmm. right. And I said it till I couldn't say it anymore, till my lips were chapped, till I didn't have a voice anymore. Yeah. And But I'm going to keep saying it. Folks are like, oh, now, whew. Now, my, my mailbox is happy, okay? Mm -hmm. My YouTube viewership is happy, right? But now that it's no longer an election, that doesn't stop us right. from having real conversations, mm -hmm. real advocacy. It doesn't stop us from working in our communities to enlighten and inform, to let people know that two years will be back around really quickly. Really quickly, people. yes. Really quickly. So every... U.S. House, every state house, every, you know, the people who are on a four-year cycle that weren't here this time will be mm -hmm. on the four-year cycle. They'll be back They'll be back up yeah. next time. Just a lot of different things that you can address on a daily basis. Right. It doesn't have to be every second November. Yeah, and people who have an agenda are already working. They're already planting seeds, right, mm -hmm. that they can later water. They're already making suggestions about the way things are and the way that things could be. So we're they're never in a space where they're laying off. No. Right? They're always in a space where they're planting seeds so then they later can water so then that they later can gather. 
And so if we take the mindset where, oh, we need to just gear up as we get close, then we're going to always be behind the A-ball. Always. Because people are yet making announcements. People are yet gathering people and having rallies and keeping certain frustrations up in order to be able to maximize their exposure at the right time. So, you know, we can't rest and this whole criminal the the criminal justice aspect of it it takes so long for years to be passed it takes so long for and once we get them passed for us to even know how they're going to affect us you know mm -hmm. we got some really big changes coming up in mm -hmm. illinois coming in january Ooh, don't i know and i don't even know how they're going to affect all of us and there's going to be lots of litigation involving so many things so that's yeah. why we can't there's no time to rest, really. And when it comes to the changes that will be coming in January and anything like that, I think what has challenged me in my current role has been the misinformation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The, oh, on, on January 1, everybody, they just, all the bars is dropping it. And, but what I have done in my space has been to, when people come to me, I will never forget, I was on a call with a gentleman and he was reaching out to his his rep and you know all these other things and oh, well, there was this case and the individual was charged, tried, convicted, sentenced and serving a sentence in prison. Mm. Not pre, you know, not, right. it's still pending, but it was over, like the kids, I need people to stop with that. Like I need, and so I took the time to have a conversation with this gentleman and mm -hmm. explain bail reform is something different than the than the person is literally serving right. a sentence. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's not the same thing, but yeah. I understand that the group that you're listening to is all about the, the jail dropping and, and everybody running out and all of this. And I took the time to actually sit on the phone, engage him professionally, explain the differences, what the nuances were. And by the time we got off the phone, he was um, thanking God. Well, th I just thank God that you were in the position that you're in mm -hmm. to be able mm -hmm. to have this conversation yeah. and let people know. I said, and that is what I'm doing. That is what I do. That's always been what I've done. I always want people to be educated and informed. Yeah. So instead of going to a ballot box and always pulling a designation, you actually know what the person stands for, who they are. And mm -hmm. then you're like literally voting now on merit and like, who's the better person. Right. Because so many times, I mean, look at Georgia. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Look at just this last cycle. Right. It's no longer about, well, who would be the better part. It's just, well, I don't care how crazy they are. I don't care how much they've done this or that. I don't care if they say they're against this, but it keeps coming up that they may have done just that. Mm -hmm. Crazy. But you want to, but just, oh, because, and again, keeping power, holding on, to, you know, and we just have to be able to say, okay, how can we, you do really well from your Facebook and you do as well. 
I have this platform for a reason. That's right. But I also have a job that I'm like, okay, my job is to get up every day, be my best, operate in excellence, and make sure that I am doing what is called of me today, mm-hmm. no matter what it is, to return these calls, to respond to these emails, to you know, rewrite these, you know, rules or whatever the situation right. may be so that they're not archaic. They match what is coming in January mm-hmm. and all those things to just be able to tell somebody because then, because I assure you that the person on that line may have heard the name Kahala yeah. or may, and may have had one view or one opinion, but by the time I got done, it didn't matter. What my right. what they thought my party designation may have been, or how they thought I felt about criminal justice reform, what mattered was okay. So this person that has harmed my family is not the jail doors are not dropping, and That's you right. know what? They mm-hmm. never were. Never. Mm-mm. They never were. But I'm calling all over, trying to make sure that it's not going to happen when it never was going to happen. Never was going to happen. And if people could just stop that stop scaring people stop misleading people for your agendas or what no just give people information what do we say here we are all about political information not misinformation yes because we all know in 20 that the african-american community the statistics have shown it the misinformation was directed at us. Mm-hmm. Literally, people got up in the morning and said, I'm going to mislead black people today. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. However I can. Mm-hmm. And some people bought it, some people didn't. But we have a duty. It may be an unfair, unjust duty or that we're putting on ourselves to be like, oh, well, I guess this is my new job then. But I just can't sit here yeah. and watch any people, black, white, red, no matter, men, woman, young, old, rich, poor, I just can't sit and watch people be misinformed. That's just not in me. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think if you decide, decide that you're going to be a professional, a black professional, you decide that you're going to take on some of what that means. Mm-hmm. And everybody, you know, some people say, well, I'm just this or I'm just that. But it's difficult because our community, we're, we're always looking to have someone either take the lead or give us information. And so if, I, I think that if you decide to become a professional, you own that. You, you own what that means and what you represent and how your community views you. And then you make the determination as to how you're going to will your professional prowess to benefit others and you can choose to say that i didn't sign up for all of that i signed up for xyz but in your own way in your own right Mm -hmm. you pretty much have signed up for it signed up for it you know what (laughs) i'm saying you you, you know maybe unintentionally but you still signed but you signed up for it and so in our spaces that's what we should be doing having these conversations or at thanksgiving dinner figuring out what our family thinks what our friends think Every year when it comes time for election, my friends text me, who should I vote for? Mm-hmm. Now, I try to give them the information on the people right. so they can make that. You know, sometimes I'm like, I don't want to hear all that. Just tell me. You know, but I try to say, hey, they trust, I, you. They trust me. Mm-hmm. This is the information I know about this person. This is the information I know about that person. Go on and make your choice from there. Mm-hmm. 
but we're in those spaces and so in those spaces we take on a certain responsibility because we're there absolutely so as we close what is your take on it Ooh, i'm still upset about georgia i can't even talk about that <laughs> um i was it, they did have today was um, early voting they had over 500 uh, people there ready to vote today oh, wow. so Come that on. made my heart happy yeah um Politics for me has always been a touchy subject. I am a political scientist, uh, so I look at it sometimes from a different view than other people, and I can weigh the pros and the cons. But a lot of people, even unintentionally, I signed up for a two-piece. So my degree, yes, is political science, but sometimes in spaces I would discuss politics with people and they would become emotional. That's not a piece of it for me. And I know it can be very emotional. There's some people I will not answer because they have their personal stance mm -hmm. and they're making it emotional. And I just read. You have to read. If you want to know something, read. The information is out there. We find information for everything else. I know our Pinterest, 10 outfits, 50, 50 recipes, and some more stuff. But you just have to take the time and kind of educate yourself because you know, I'm going to see you, we deserve what's best for us and people have to stop voting against their own interests because of some underlying bias they may have for the potential candidate because it's ridiculous to vote against yourself and stop with all the other rhetoric and just pay attention to it. and if it's misinformation or something i don't really care who tells you what i will fact check because mm -hmm. just because you said right. it doesn't make it true. Mm -hmm. But then when you do fact check, go to a reliable source. That's right. You know, and in our community, it is a lot of people who may maybe not understand. And it is on us. Some of the two percenters and the black women lawyers, you know, um, but everybody isn't us. And sometimes they get that misinformation not and spread it to you. Now it's a game of telephone. And you just have to ask yourself, first off, that is great that your friends call you and ask you. My friends would never. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm asking you, because you in a different group. And I'm my, like. I have to tell my friends, and I love vote? them. Well, no, they'll go vote. Okay, good. But, you right, know, let's not, you know, let's not get our news off Facebook. You know, let's start there. And I hate that, you know. You are still a millennial, even though you try to remove yourself from us. Okay. But you're there. <laughs> but for the younger millennials, you know, they've grown up with social media. And that's something I did not grow with. I did not have in my space. I can't join in on those cool conversations. Um, yeah, none of that. I had Facebook when I got to college, when you had to get an invitation from your college to be on Facebook. I did Twitter for all of 30 seconds. Um, now, I'll post a picture. But... That's not a news source, yeah. you know? And even with the news sources, still fact check them because some of them, you know, the anchors get on, they put their own, bi we're biased by nature. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. We're humans, we're biased by nature, but you have to seek the information to want the information to do better by yourself and your community. And then the community engagement, everybody gets excited when it's time to do the big elections. You have to pay attention locally because that power starts locally and it moves its way up. And I think that that is a big thing that I don't know if most Americans understand that the president doesn't have as much power as we think and the power runs from the bottom to the top. And and if you can chop the heads off the little serpents at the locally, they won't make it to the state levels. They won't make it into these positions or in these offices in these spaces where they're affecting the whole country. But we have to pay attention locally. Civic engagement has to come, but we got to get back to grassroots for real. Mm -hmm. um, and you have to have somebody like a Jocelyn or a Kahala or a Marche in your circle who 
don't want you to be ignorant mm -hmm. and want you to be able to be not only a facilitator for yourself, but for those coming behind you because you want to leave this space in a better space than it was when you entered the room. And I know sitting at this table, we've all stood in rooms where people tried to figure out how we got there, not underestimating our intellect or whatever. They just have some preconceived notions. But when we come in the door, we didn't all left it open for somebody else to walk through. And we have to use that same translation when it comes to politics. I learned it, so I want you to learn it so you can do better, so you can teach them, and we can truly teach what democracy is. It has become tainted because it was never pure. Um, and everybody participates, has some type of agenda, whether or mm -hmm. not you know it's intentional or unintentional. Maybe, maybe it's the best thing for them, but not the best for everybody. So let's dissect the whole person. And then also stop letting people personalize. Sometimes personal and politics don't go hand in hand. And where I might disagree with you on a personal level, I might fully understand you on a business level. But it's just taking the time to really educate yourself about who people are, what policy really means, what how this law may affect me in this situation and things like that. I'm off my tangent. No, that was Listen, awesome. a great tangent. It was, it was. And you said so much. It was awesome, and you said so much, both of you. And I think the three of us have opened, have peeled back a layer. Yes. That now we can digest and we can discuss further um, as we move forward in the coming days, weeks, and months that will turn yeah. into the next two years. And we can try to, with our community, collaborate on some efforts to be able to provide the education that we know that our community needs. That's right. Yes. But thank you so much. This was so awesome. Oh, this thank was so you. awesome. Thank you for having us. Yeah. I yes. appreciate you sharing your business, um, some jewels of your business, and how you have just been able to turn into this dynamic trio. It was the dynamic duo. Yeah. And have turned into the dynamic trifecta. And uh -huh. we've gone from what she hoped to Voltron. <laughs> <laughs> and we will be getting together, obviously, um, sooner than later, all of us together. But I appreciate you both so much. Um, I love you, you both. Like everything that you're doing, everything that you are from the internal to the external, you both are absolutely beautiful. And I don't know what I would do with y'all. And I tell them all the time, y'all ain't gonna never get rid of me. <laughs> we you, wouldn't even try. I know. And, for and you won't. Um, and of course, you'll be back because there's always so much to discuss from criminal justice reform to knowing your rights to you know, business, just whatever. Right. And we love to have women and we love to have black women and we love to have AKAs and Deltas and Zetas and everybody coming on and GDI coming on to talk about all the things that we need to know as a community and all the things we need to know as women of color. And so I love y'all and thank Aww, you. So thank you. Love you too. You forgot to mention I was wearing your pearls. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, we're going to have to take a picture. So when she was on the inaugural season of Pearls and Politics Podcast, mm -hmm. here we are in season three, unbelievable. Crazy. And she's wearing the, the pearls that I gifted yes. her on Thank her first you. episode here with us. They, I love them. Thank they you. They look beautiful on you. Oh, I appreciate that. But <laughs> And thank you for tuning in today to Pearls and Politics Podcast, where we are polished and poised for greatness and impact. Again, we wish you and your family the merriest of Christmases and the happiest of New Year's. And we look forward to seeing you 
again next week. In the meantime, please like, love, share, and subscribe, and we will see you soon. Thank you.